This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The liturgical scripture readings for the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Who can know God's counsel or who can conceive what the Lord intends? For the deliberations of mortals are timid and unsure are our plans. For the corruptible body burdens the soul. The earthen shelter weighs down the mind that has many concerns. And scarce do we guess the things on earth. And what is within our grasp we find with difficulty. But when things are in heaven, who can search them out? Or who can ever know your counsel except you had given wisdom and sent your Holy Spirit from on high? And thus were the paths of those on earth made straight. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Responsorial Song In every age, O Lord, you have been our refuge. In every age, our Lord, you have been our refuge. You turn man back to dust, saying, Return, O children of men. For a thousand years in your sight are as of yesterday, now that it is past, or as a watch of the night. In every age, O Lord, you have been our refuge. You make an end of them in their sleep. The next morning they are like the changing grass, which at dawn springs up anew, but by evening wilts and fades. In every age, O Lord, you have been our refuge. Teach us to number our days aright, that we may gain wisdom of heart. Return, O Lord, how long? Have pity on your servants. In every age, O Lord, you have been our refuge. Fill us at daybreak with your kindness, that we may shout for joy and gladness all our days. And may the gracious care of the Lord our God be ours. Prosper the work of our hands for us. Prosper the work of our hands. In every age, O Lord, you have been our refuge. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Philemon. I, Paul, an old man, and now also a prisoner for Christ Jesus, urge you, on behalf of my child Onesimus, whose father I have become in my imprisonment. I am sending him, that is, my own heart, back to you. I should have liked to retain him for myself, so that he might serve me on your behalf in my imprisonment for the gospel. But I did not want to do anything without your consent, so that the good you do might not be forced, but voluntary." Perhaps this is why he was away from you for a while, that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a brother, beloved especially to me, but even more so to you, as a man and in the Lord. So if you regard me as a partner, welcome him as you would me. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. 
Glory to you, O Lord. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there's enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlooker should laugh at him and say, This one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king advancing upon him with 20,000 troops? But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, any one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, Kevin, we are opening up the month of September, and I want to begin by telling you happy birthday. Your birthday is this Sunday, September the 4th. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, I'm not going to share how old I am, but uh, I uh, certainly am growing to be a mature person here, at least in age. (laughs) But yes, today, actually today is the day, my birthday. So thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Yeah. And uh, I also want to share news. Actually, I have news and then I have big news. So the first news I want to share is uh, what should be obvious. This is Labor Day. Yes. This weekend is Labor Day. Uh, so first Monday in September, and it honors the great American labor movement and all the contributions that workers have made throughout the centuries, development of growth and endurance and strength and security and productivity of our of our country and the well-being. Uh, it became a federal holiday in 1894. So we've been enjoying that for a while. But the big news is that this is our 17th anniversary of Sunday Commentary. And that is just great to say that. We are the longest-running uh, local program on KBVM and Mater Day Radio. And what a blessing it is. We have now, you and I have been together 10 years. Yes. <clears throat> and yeah. so that is a great, great thing. And I love working with you and I look forward to a lot of lot more years. Yes, indeed. Yes. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, well, let's go ahead and roll right into the first reading. This is the Book of Wisdom. And I I really want to provide a little bit of a background on this because um, if I go back to Wisdom chapter 8, this really sets up the stage very well. In Wisdom chapter 8, Solomon sought wisdom from his youth. He actually said, please, I want to take wisdom as my bride. And then we get now into Wisdom chapter 9, and we're going to start reading in chapter or verse 13. But what... Solomon does in, in verses 10 through 12, he humbles himself before God and prays for wisdom. I think this is so important for us to also repeat this prayer and repeat these words. These are his three verses. Send her forth from your holy heavens and from your glorious throne dispatch her, that she may be with me and work with me, that I may know what is pleasing to you. For she knows and understands all things and will guide me prudently in my affairs and safeguard me by her glory. Thus my deeds will be acceptable, and I will judge your people justly and be worthy of my Father's throne. Such a beautiful set of verses here. Thou, God humbles himself, he prays for mercy, and then he entrusts God. Yeah, that well said. That's beautiful. Yes, it is. And in this particular reading, we there the author poses a question. Whoever knew your counsel except you had given wisdom and sent your Holy Spirit from on high. 
And we're reminded that no earthly treasure, no worldly knowledge, and no human force can grasp the mysteries of God's intentions. It's only through the grace of God that we come to know God and to better understand his plans for us. And most of us have memories or, you know, maybe even now experiencing some kind of hardship or crisis, and maybe even then there's a level of doubt and worry about what's the outcome going to look like because things just look so bleak. When I can look back on my life, Kevin, and I can see how God was able to pick up the broken bits and pieces left over from mistakes that I had made and how he used to shape them and, and, and make out new beginnings for me. And it's in looking back at those failed plans that left me broken, how it was that God transformed those failures into opportunities. And through hard work, prayer, and lots and lots of tears, eventually I found myself in a better place. And I was surprised to find a better and happier outcome than the one that I had set out to accomplish in the first place. But it was only after the dust settled, when I was able to look back, that I could map out the chain of events that had had to have occurred in exactly that order in which they did to bring about the happy outcome. So I think that's where the wisdom of God comes in, because it's only in looking back on those events in my life through the lenses of faith that I can see how God had the outcome planned all along. And it was my job to work through it and discover it through prayer and hard work and, yeah, a lot, a lot of tears. <laughs> and and you really bring up, because as you're saying this, I'm thinking of bringing things up in my head on, yep, that's that's happened to me too. I mean, I think your story is a story of really all of us uh, listening today and, and how when you contrast, say, God's eternal presence, that first line, who can know God's counsel, right? No one. It's that rhetorical question. And yet you put in plans and you set everything up and I love to plan as well. And yet things either don't work or there, there's these um, hiccups. You know, hiccups or <laughs> disappointments. Yeah. Um, how it sounds like through your process, how you learn to humble yourself before God and let God then take that control. And I know that's something I have struggled with in the past as well, because we are limited. We're timid. We're unsure, just like this book of wisdom says. And yet that wisdom of God and his plan for you came through those lived experiences, didn't it? Yeah. And and how beautiful that is. And that's that's that the fighting. I'm just thinking that, you know, times that I have fought out of my pride because I wanted my plan, not God's plan. Yeah. And yet when I finally was broken and allowed God to work in my life, how beautiful, and like you said, those uh, you see that in the uh twenty twenty, you know, um uh, hindsight. Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? That's exactly yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you for sharing yeah. that. And, and I really think that the responsorial psalms is something very similar here. We see for a thousand years is in your sight our, as of yesterday, that God's eternal presence. And then we see moving on here, which at dawn springs up anew, but by evening wilts and fades. You know, that our, our temporary lives and on earth are, are just need to be part of that beautiful tapestry that God weaves among all of us. Mm -hmm. And yet, Teach us to number our days aright that may we we gain wisdom of heart. That's our need for God and his wisdom. Yeah. So I love how those two work together, that responsorial psalm. And thank you for sharing that because yeah. that really was just bringing in floods of memories of my mistakes. <laughs> right. And that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and and how important it is to humble yourself before God, much like Solomon did in that first reading. Right. And in the second reading here, we have a background of St. Paul to Philemon. And very interesting, he's talking about 
a slave Onesimus, isn't he? Well, St. Paul is sending a slave named Onesimus back to Philemon, and he makes a personal appeal to Philemon on behalf of Onesimus. St. Paul is asking Philemon to ignore the social barriers, to put social status aside, and as a personal favor to St. Paul to accept Onesimus back, not as a slave, but as a brother. Yeah, and, and you mentioned something I think really important there because free, freeing a slave was obviously uncommon. Yeah. And and what you're really hitting on here is, you know, while Paul is kind of maybe putting his influence in here, I mean, he's asking uh, Philemon to raise Onesimus in status. He's yes. ra- asking to raise from a slave to a brother. And then, by the way, I'm not going to force you to do it, Paul writes, so that the good you do might not be forced, but voluntary. I think that true voluntary can really, or true charity can only be voluntary. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a challenge to us as well in the sense of how we treat others today, how we treat not only our, maybe our friends and family and maybe people we like, but maybe the ones who are not so friends to us. And and he appeals to him, if you don't want to do it for him, do it for me. Do it as a favor to me. Yes, and how beautiful that true charity then I think grows because of that. And isn't that true? Maybe we wouldn't want to do something for somebody, but we'll do it for Jesus. That's right. right? Amen to that. That's right. Well, (laughs) Jesus has some hard words in the gospel. Be careful what we say here. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother and others, he cannot be my disciple. Whoa. Right. You know, he's not really telling us that we have to hate our families if we want to be his disciples. He's just emphasizing the importance of putting our love of God before anyone or anything else on earth. And he stresses the fact that discipleship comes at a great cost. God is a God of full disclosure, and he wants each of us to know exactly what we're getting into, to be well aware that following him will bring hardship. True discipleship will not be easy. And Jesus said, if you love me, pick up your cross and follow me. That would be saying, like saying, well, pick up the instrument that will bring about your agonizing death and torture and follow me. It's not exactly a great tagline for recruitment, but it does make it all the more amazing that his disciples didn't just pack up and run for the hills and hide. Maybe they didn't fully understand what it was that he was telling them, or maybe they did. And they were already so captivated that they couldn't leave him, even though what he was saying was terrifying. And that's where grace comes into play. They could never have found the courage, the strength, or the faith to persevere without the grace of God. And the same goes for us. Jesus isn't asking us to go it alone. He's just asking us to say yes and make the journey with him. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through MatraDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.